Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, we are not at uh, Rancho Imano. <laughs> I think I think that's what uh, uh, Caleb always says. Um, we are actually on a balcony here, so it's a little windy. Not sure if uh, Mr. Producer is going to uh, have fun with that or not, or, or uh, give, me a, give me a firm talking to, but Again, I'm here on the road, on the go, using my on-the-go recording device for podcasting, something that I just picked up right before GIE. Still trying it out, still trying to work out all the kinks here. Hopefully, uh, the audio is still going to be good quality for you guys, but just wanted to um, just be able to get content whenever I can, when it's uh, you know in the moment and, and, and uh, relevant, fresh on my brain, and so on and so forth, uh, versus you know, setting up the actual podcast board and all that and, and packing all that and, and adding extra weight, all that kind of stuff. But at any rate, uh, especially when you're flying. So looking for the, the mobile mobile uh, solution to continuing to provide great content. So anyway, just a little perspective there. Uh, I, I guess uh, back to, to, to Caleb, uh, he always, always cracks me up with his reporting. He's always telling the weather and all that. We gave him a hard time joking about that at the um, the podcast live at the GIE live panel on Friday morning. Those of you that were there know, know what I'm talking about. Thank you for those of you that did come out and support the uh, the podcast, you know, the LCR Media podcast, the Green Industry podcast, and the Kit Contractor podcast. And uh, hopefully you guys had a great time at the GIE and at that live podcasting event. It was a good time for us. Everything went smoothly from uh, my perspective. So hopefully the same thing uh, was for those of you that attended. Those of you that don't know what I'm talking about or do and weren't able to attend, uh, you will be listening to those podcasts soon if you haven't already. I know the Green Industry Podcast should have come out by by now, by the time of you listening to this episode. And there could be a possibility that mine as well will have been uh, out before this episode that you're listening to now. But so if, if not, it'll be coming out soon. So again, thank you for those who showed up for that. And thank you to those who are uh, who are listening to that episode as they as they come out. So we're here kind of post-GIE, uh, and right now I'm on the balcony, actually. Um, oh, back to what I was saying. Jeez, I'm, now I'm, I really do feel like Caleb kind of getting all, getting all scattered everywhere. Um, but he, yeah, I, I guess he's always saying where he is because they're all world travelers and whatnot. But, um, but I, I definitely respect that, and I envy that to a certain extent. Um, him and, and Brittany have been doing a lot of, you know, like 72 hour, I think he calls it, you know, day trips where they just kind of go somewhere where they can drive to, or maybe even fly. I'm not really sure. I, I think they're all like trips, that, trips that they can take to, uh, to fly to just, you know, 
zip on, I mean, trips that they can, the trips that they can drive to, I mean, where they can just drive somewhere, you know, a couple states over or whatever, and just have a nice little getaway, just the two of them so that they can really focus on each other, their marriage and so on. Uh, they, they talk about that in a previous episode to this one. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely go ahead and check out, check out that, check out, check out. Oh man, this, this recorder is really, um, has a lot of uh, good learning curves here. Certain things that I say, like it, it clips or it tries to prevent it from clipping. So I have no idea what it sounds like in post-production here, but I'm trying to stay on track, trying not to get all off the rails here, but I want it to sound the most quality audio possible. But anyway, like I was trying to say, um, check out that episode. Man, I have to say check like very slowly. Check out. I'll just pull it away from my mouth a little bit when I say that. Check out that episode. Um, the two-part episode of Caleb and Brittany Almond telling their story about you know being married together, uh, in business together. You know they take a lot of these trips I was talking about, so on and so forth. Great episodes there, really powerful. I'm married. I've been married for 20 years, which is why I'm on the balcony right now celebrating my 20th anniversary to my beautiful wife Gabrielle, as Mr. Producer said. Um, and thank you to Mr. Producer. Shout out for all the nice words, kind things that he said. I didn't ask him to say any of those things. He just ad-libs his own things there above and beyond whatever I key points that I want him to address when he kind of takes over the podcast hundred percent when I'm out of town recently, uh, at the JE and now actually at St. Martin, St. Martin, I guess some folks are St. Martin. I don't even know which way to pronounce it, but I'll just say the good old American version, St. Martin with two A's, uh, in the Martin. So this is technically a Bahama, one of the Bahama islands. We stopped here one time, um, one time on a cruise ship way back with the fam. We stopped here for the day. Uh, the cruise ship did, and we did an excursion to swim with dolphins, which is an awesome time. And uh, there was a boat that took us from St. Martin to a, another island where the um, a close by island, neighboring island where the dolphins were. And we passed the infamous beach, where um, the which is right at the end of the runway, the only airport that's here. So when you're flying in of St. Martin, you, there's only one international airport, and so these massive planes, you know, like are landing and taking off uh, over this beach. So it's it's pretty epic because it looks like you can literally jump up and high five the uh, the wheels of these planes. So if you don't know about that, uh, it's it's kind of like a. Um, it's kind of a big deal. It's like a viral thing. Like if you just Google, I don't even know what to Google. Well, if you just Google St. Martin airport or, you know, planes or St. Martin beach or plane landing beach. I mean, any, any of those kind of things, I'm sure you will get a lot of things that will come up because it's, it's, it's a worldwide known phenomenon, this beach. Um, and because it's, it's an Island, right? So, and, and there's just not a lot of space, not, there's not a lot of like, I guess, flat space. There's a lot of mountains. St. Martin is very mountainous and there's a lot of bodies of water all over little lagoons and things like that. And it's obviously surrounded by an ocean, which is why it's an Island. So it's just, it's really cool, unique, beautiful Island, but there's only one real major place, I guess, for them to build an airport. Um, and then, so they kind of made this the hub for you to fly in and you can then take ships and ferries and all that stuff out, um, you know, to all the other surrounding Caribbean islands, if you didn't want to just stay in St. Martin. So it gives you a lot of options. So anyway, uh, there's just that one airport, but it's just like literally one straight runway. And then like the terminal and stuff is kind of off to the side and it's, it's real, real crazy experience landing, 
um, you know, here for the first time. But when we were on the cruise ship, like I said, we uh, went by it. Unfortunately, it wasn't, you know, you can't time it perfectly, but we could see planes in the background attempting, you know, coming in for landing. But it was never timed perfectly where we could, um, you know, be on, on our boat, on the boat that was taking us to the uh, excursion island where we could actually be kind of a part of that experience and see the planes come and land. But we saw all the people like on the beach and they were like, you could see them getting excited when they saw planes way out in the distance coming. It's, it's like part of like a tourist attraction, to be honest. Like when you're staying at St. Martin to go to this beach, which my wife and I are going to go, I think tomorrow or the next day to that beach so that we can just hang out there, you know, for the day. And, and, you know, planes are coming constantly landing here and taking off. So we, we want to experience that. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, but like I said, you can Google this stuff and see videos of people, which will be doing the same thing, recording and taking pictures of this experience. It's pretty insane, like I said. And those of you that were at the JE Plus Expo, now the Equip Expo, uh, Equip Exposition, um, starting in 2022, that is a new rebranded name there. A whole topic about that. I, I touched upon that in some previous GIE episodes with Chris Kaiser, the president of the OPEI, who uh, kind of gave the backstory about all that and talking about the new changes coming to the show, uh, improvements, improvements basically is what I would call them, um, coming up in 2022 and beyond. Uh, but those of you that were at the Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky, the Exposition Center is actually positioned basically right next to the airport. So, uh, the, the airport, uh, the planes were, were coming in, coming in hot, you know, like literally landing right over. So constantly when you're outside, you're talking and you've got machines that are super loud. And then you've got the planes that are super loud flying over your head. Uh, and it's a crazy experience because at, you think you can jump up almost and high five those planes. And they're probably twice as high as, which is still super low because literally they pass the exposition, exposition center, the highway, and then the runways right there. Boom. So there's literally like they're getting as low as they can and then just shut every, you know, shut everything down and just drop boom and then land, you know, right, right on right there, right after the expo, literally. So uh, it's even more of a tight window here at St. Martin for them to literally like as soon as they pass that beach, they're like touching down almost immediately. So it's kind of a crazy and epic experience um, to see videos of. And we're going to be able to do that, you know, firsthand. So that's, you know, that's that's it, folks. That's the reason why we came. You know, we're, we're done with the episode. <laughs> can you can you imagine? Yeah, if we came here just for that. But no, we we um, so basically. Um, where, where was I even going with this, man? I really did get off topic, but basically I was just saying that we're at St. Martin. Oh, I know. I was saying we, we, we stayed, we stopped here, um, for the, you know, for a cruise back, back in the day, we did that excursion. We passed the beach. We're like, man, that's cool that, you know, too bad we didn't see any planes landing, but that would definitely be awesome to, to have experienced that and so on. Um, and my wife and I were like, man, this is a beautiful place. This would really be cool if we could like just come here for a week. And, and that's kind of the beauty of cruises. If you've never taken on a cruise before, you know, when, when we went on that cruise with our family, uh, there's usually different stop. And we've, my wife and I have gone on some couples cruises without the kids way back in the day when they were really young. Um, now it's, it's kind of more of a family thing. Uh, but we've gone on cruises too. uh, normally just kind of like to the Bahamas. I think Norfolk, Virginia back then, uh, just had one carnival cruise ship that always went to the same destinations the same like uh bahama islands or whatever and and it was it was a cool trip it was a shorter trip it wasn't like a full seven or eight day trip i think it was like a four or five day trip uh and and it was perfect because it was local we only had to drive a couple hours down there park our car in the parking garage for a week or whatever it was um and we just hopped on a cruise ship and we we just had a good time just two of us but 
um, when you go on these cruises, all the different destinations, it's kind of like a, like a sample platter for vacation destinations, right? So you can go to uh, all these different Bahama Islands, for example. Or, you know, de- so depending on where your destination is, um, whatever, you know, different cruise ships go different places, different ports, meaning where they leave from. If you're leaving from Miami, Florida, you're typically going to Bahamas, but you can kind of go anywhere from Miami, Florida, that's, uh, or, or that general area, then there's Port, Port Canaveral, whatever it is, Port Canaveral, whatever it is, something like that, Port Carnival, technically, because it's all mainly car- Carnival cruise ships. But Florida has a bunch of different ports for cruise ships to leave from. And so you go to these different destinations, and cruise ships rarely just go to one spot and just stay there. They usually go to one spot. Maybe they stay for the whole day or overnight and leave the next morning, or they just go for the day, like eight hours maybe, and then you leave. Um, and then they go to another stop, like another close by destination or whatever. And that's all part of the cruise. So, we, you know, being here, you know, the, the different destinations, St. Martin was kind of one of the destinations. So it gives you a sample of places where that maybe you want to come back and spend the whole week is ultimately the point of what I was trying to get to with seagulls flying by. And, you know, we're here at the the uh, the harbor here, what are the bay it's called. So there's, you know, lots of water coming in and out from the ocean and, and boats going by and very windy. So apologize for all that, but it's definitely live in the moment on the balcony here and um, our, our room at, at St. Martin. So it's, you know, we wanted to come back and there's, there's a lot of places that we went to, like, you know, no offense to some, you know, there, there's some places that we went to, uh, that I'm not even going to name them. I'm not going to alienate anything. You know, this isn't uh, a cruise or a, a travel podcast where I'm critiquing stuff, but there's been places that we've gone and we're like, man, we're glad we just stay, came here for the day, you know, uh, as a stop, because we thought in, in our minds that this would be a nice place to go for an actual week-long vacation. But going here for the day, we're like, yeah, I think we're good. Like a day was more than enough. I don't, I don't think we even would want to come here for, for the whole week. And, and again, there's different things for different people, right? So um, – and some other people might disagree with that, you know, for, from that – at that particular place that, we're talk, that I'm talking about. So it's just a cool, unique part of cruising, I guess is what you would call it. Uh, because you get to go to different stops and get like a sample of different places. Like, oh, I like this island or not that island. I like this place, not that place. And then you can kind of build up a, a, a list of places that you might want to visit for an actual week. So St. Martin was one of those places that my wife and I kind of had on our bucket list. We actually planned to go there last year, not for our 20th anniversary, just for a trip to go in general. But because of COVID, everything just got all messed up, obviously. Um, you know, it's 2021 now. So 2020 was the big year that just kind of got lost in the shuffles. Like I call it a blip year all the time when I'm talking about it, because it's just so many wacky things happened. It's just kind of like it didn't even exist. So many things didn't happen, like the GIE, for example, right? So many things got postponed, canceled. So many things closed down permanently, indefinitely. A lot of businesses went, out of, uh, went bankrupt, like big businesses, a lot of little local shops and a lot of crazy stuff happened. So a lot of things changed, but we were able with a lot of persuasion on my part to reschedule this St. Martin trip to 2021 uh, when things were not as crazy. We still had to jump through a ton of hoops. I mean a ton, especially for me because I was in Louisville, Kentucky, hanging out with a lot of you guys at the GIE and I had to get a COVID test um, to make sure that I was, that, that I was, uh, ha- had a negative COVID test before I could even be approved to fly here. Um, and then 
when you get approved to fly here, they still have to do all these things and could still refuse you from even entering actual St. Martin. You just couldn't go anywhere further than the airport, and then you'd, be, you'd really be stuck. So there's all these hoops you have to jump through just to come here, and rightfully so. Those of you that have mixed feelings and opinions, let me just tell you something. Coming to this island and hearing the stories that we've heard already from the local folks that depend on other countries coming here for survival, like their whole economy here is dependent on tourism. Any island, any Caribbean island, that's all that they can depend on. There is nothing that they grow here or manufacture here um, and on mass quantities anyway. I mean, they, they, I'm sure they source a lot of local resources for food and things like that for all the local shops. And they obviously make a lot of things. They make a lot of clothes, make a lot of souvenirs and things like that to sell to tourists, though, not to each other, right? They're not selling clothes for each other. I mean, they could, but that's not enough to really survive. It's not like they're all farmers out here living off the land. That's just not how it is on, on island life. It's not, it's not these kind of islands anyway, the Caribbean islands. They're not, it's like a bunch of rocks. You know, you're just on a big, massive rock. So it's not conducive for farming anything, but palm trees and things like that. So, I mean, unless you open up some massive coconut farm manufacturing facility or whatever, but I mean, you can get coconuts all over the world practically. So, my point is there's not a whole lot of resources or a whole lot of things that people can do on these Caribbean islands to like outsource, to, to, uh, to export, you know, to make money, to send things to other places to make money. So their economy is solely based off of tourism. These, so, when, when, so when COVID hit, people don't think about this. You know, you guys listening to this, most of you are probably, a lot of you are in the United States or surrounding areas like Canada and so on. Uh, I know a lot of a lot of you listen from other areas, Australia, UK. I, I shout out to you guys. I appreciate it for you guys listening and the support. But the majority of the people listening to the, this episode right now are in the states or surrounding United States. And you know, you guys think about, oh man, it sucks. I can't cross the border and all these things. And you know, we're restricted and all that. You could still do so many things virtually. You can still, you know, a lot of local businesses still made things work doing, you know, curbside pickups and all this stuff because the economy is kind of, um, our economy is, is self-sustaining. Like, like it's, it's just like, we're not shipping things, you know, j- just think about it. Like, gosh, man, I could really, this could be a topic for a whole nother day. I don't want to get off on, on a whole another tangent because this is even what this episode is about. But, uh, I just, you know, it's fresh on my brain here, but just, just think about it. Think about how much, like every business basically in our local town, neighborhood, city, whatever is dependent on that actual city and, uh, you know, and the people in it, whether it's selling food, selling clothes that they're probably importing from other areas or clothes that they're making themselves, but usually they're importing and then, you know, selling it at a markup, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, there's, there was a lot of ways that they were able to still do that even through COVID, a lot of curbside pickups and virtual this and that. But now think about these islands, these isolated Caribbean islands that maybe some people are like, oh, I don't care about them. And that's kind of a selfish attitude if you think about that. I'm just going to throw that out there. My own personal spin is my podcast. I'm going to say what I want to say. But I feel like that's a selfish mentality to not care about anyone else but yourself. Yes, we can't fight everyone else's wars and all this kind of stuff or, or whatever. There's pros and cons to all that. I get all that. But just from this economy standpoint, like 
these Caribbean islands had really, really got devastated by COVID and tourism being shut down because there's no travel, rightfully so, yet again. Uh, so they're dependent on people coming here and buying their stuff, buying their goods, taking taking all these trips, you know, out to here, there, and everywhere. So people on boats, people leading snorkeling tours and hiking tours and renting cars. And there's so many jobs cleaning this and cleaning that, filling gas on this and that, maintenance on this and that. Obviously, the resorts and hotels and all of this stuff, restaurants, beaches, all these things, you know. All of that is dependent on people coming here that aren't that aren't um, you know uh, that aren't residents is the word I was looking for uh, living here you know so when the cruise ships stopped and the flights stopped the economy shut down and and the, these poor folks here had it worse probably than any of us in the states to be perfectly honest because uh, that's all that they had to depend on and then now they had nothing to depend on plus there's always crazy weather here there's always hurricanes and tropical storms always rolling through the Bahamas all the time, you know, ripping stuff up and making it more difficult for them. Now they got to fix all that stuff. And uh, some stuff was unfixable and they just have demolished it and it's just gone. Uh, and that's the case here in St. Martin. They had a, a huge hurricane. I forgot what the name of it was, Ida or something maybe in 2017 that came and devastated so many sections of the coast here in St. Martin. And they, they never really even recovered in some situations. You know, a lot of these hotels and resorts have rebuilt certain areas and some areas they just gave up on or whatever. There's a new restaurant that they just finished building that they're literally putting, finishing the, uh, you know, the furniture and the finishing touches today so they can open tomorrow at 12. So we're excited to support them there and get some lunch and so on. But anyway, again, I don't know where I was even going, <laughs> going with all this, but just saying that, uh, I guess I was just saying that, you know, our trip was postponed to this year um, and, you know, we, we, we are able, we were able to come to come here and it's our 20th anniversary. So that's why we're here. I mean, our 20th anniversary is technically June, uh, but it's kind of like a year of celebration, right? It's been 20 years. It's, it, it hasn't come easy. Um, I'm going to, I was going to make a post about this after uh, our vacation on Instagram or whatever, but just talking about how, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs in marriage and a lot of things uh, that you enjoy doing and that you love. You, you, have, you have to fight for it. You have to put in the work. Nothing comes easy that is, that is worth doing or keeping in your life. Uh, and, and marriage is nothing short of that. Marriage is probably the, the, has the most amount of work and challenges because you're living your life with another human being that's not a carbon copy of you. So there's a lot of different opinions and a lot of different emotions. And you're in a lot of cases having children together, which just adds a whole nother level. Apologize for the wind here, if you can hear that. But again, we're live here on the balcony. Um, but, you know, follow, check out my Instagram posts, you know, um, for the, the beautiful scenery to kind of visualize what, what I'm talking about here. Uh, what I'm seeing in, 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 on the filming of this episode, so when you see that, you'll see why I didn't want to be enclosed in a closet somewhere or whatever, so that was soundproof. Uh, so hopefully you're bearing with me and still good content that you can appreciate. Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine are family-owned and operated and conveniently located in Midlothian, Virginia. They can provide you with the latest and best in outdoor power products to make your outdoor living more enjoyable. Combine this wide array of selections with their friendly and knowledgeable staff, and they're convinced Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine will become your only stop for all of your outdoor power needs. 
Go to terrysmallenginerepair.com or click the link in the show notes for locations and more details. Hey guys, Mr. Producer, and I wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the LCR Media Podcast Merch Shop. If you're looking for a way to support the show and share it with others who might also enjoy it, then check out our LCR Media Podcast exclusive merchandise. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, even an insulated water bottle for when you need to take a sip of water. I think I'll leave that one right there. Anyway, just click on the link in the episode description to see the products. Make sure to tag us on Instagram at LCR Media if you do snag some swag. And we sincerely appreciate you listening to and supporting the show by picking up some gear. Thank you, my friends. You really have to work at it. There's a lot of different things, a lot of obstacles. Like I said, you have kids, a family, different jobs, careers, all that stuff. And and it just completely... Um, changes the whole dynamic than if you're just living all by yourself, right? Yeah, we can just live by ourselves and be all alone and things would be super easy, right? For the most part. But I mean, most people don't want to do that. You know, most people want to just, you know, live their life with with other people, share their life with other people. So it's a challenge. And we're, you know, 20 years in and um, I, I would say some things got easier and other things got harder and new things come up and um, it's just a, an, an ever evolving thing. Um, but it's an opportunity of a lifetime to share your life with someone else that loves you and cares about you and wants to help you succeed and, and is hoping for the same in return from you and so on. And you raise beautiful children that you're hopefully proud of and they're going to, you know, hopefully repeat the same process in their own way, whether they're going to get married and have kids or not, they're still going to live their life and be a citizen to the world, whether they, you know, wherever they live, wherever they end up going to and, traveling, whatever, you know, hopefully they, they will continue sharing all of the same, uh, morals and ideals that you raise them with, with their own, own personal spin on it and everything else that makes them who they are individually and so on. So on the way from the airport to our, our, uh, where we're staying, our driver actually was telling us that he's been married for 35 years. And I'm like, holy cow, congratulations. And he's the one that said, and I've heard this before from people that have been married for 50 plus years, you know, and they're like, you know, and they're, you know, they're retired and everything. Um, they always say that you have to put in the work. It's, it's, it's never easy. It wasn't easy. You know, it's not like, oh yeah, we've married 35 years and it was a piece of cake. Like, no, you know, he, he's, they have kids. They've got a, uh, I think 17 year old or something. He said that's, they were hoping, you know, we'll be on his way out, you know, not, not that they don't love him and enjoy him, but you know, they're kind of ready to get some part of their life back again, just being the two of them and whatnot. Cause all the rest of the kids are grown up and moved out and so on. And, but you know, he brought up some interesting points that I'll throw out there real quick before we uh, pivot into the, the other quick topic of, of this episode, which is, um, he, uh, he was saying that, you know, you, he, one of the things that they do, that's a, a, a good, um, key, uh, a component, a good component for um their marriage is they take trips separately so not only do they focus on taking trips together like like what my wife and i are doing right now without the kids they take trips uh separately you know like he takes a trip with himself like him and his him and his friend guy friends or whatever or visiting family or whatever you know on a different island or in the states or whatever as they call it again apologize more wind here um but and his wife does the same thing. He said his wife for years has gone to either New York City or Miami 
And he's like, why are you always go to Miami or New York City? And that's, they just love to shop. You know, they love the atmosphere and they love shopping. So his wife and a whole bunch of their girlfriends will go to New York City or Miami every year. It's a girl trip. And, you know, it's just a way it, – it's a trip away from kids, away from husband. They can just kind of do their thing, be girls, have a good time, not worry about anything, kind of decompress. And they come back and they're recharged, kind of back to reality, as he said, quote, unquote, you know, back to whatever that reality is, your kids or kid or your husband, whatever. Um, so he said that's been a key component that they both do that. You know, he does one a year and she does one a year. And then they make sure they do something together without the kids a year as well. And they do stuff as a family. Now, that might seem like a lot of trips and it's expensive and all that. But there's a lot of ways you can do that in a more affordable way. You know, you can I mean, here, you know, they, they live in, in St. Martin. So they have there, there's, uh, you know, Caribbean islands. Uh, surrounding this whole area so they can just easily just hop on a ferry you know and just go to a different island for a couple of days you know take their family wherever or whatever uh which is what they have done many times and he told us different islands that are some of his favorite and all this kind of all those different things so it's it's uh it's just really inspiring to hear someone from another country another part of the world talking about this And, and it's a very similar theme and mindset that i've heard from a lot of other successful 50 plus year married couples that I've, you know, heard and met in the United States uh, talking about the same thing, whether it be their, you know, marriage counselors that together in the trades and doing that kind of thing and, and talking about their marriage and, and some tips there or, or, or wherever else I heard it. It seems to be a common theme for people that have lasted that long, as sad as that sounds, because um, it, 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 it can be a long time. And it, like I said, you got to put in the work. Otherwise, it can be miserable. And so many people are getting divorced nowadays because they don't want to put in the work. They don't want to put in the effort. They figure life is too short. You know, let me just move on to something else. And, you know, sometimes that does have to happen. Sometimes one person, you know, of the two is just not in the right frame of mind. Maybe there's been some crazy things that happened in your life, their life, someone else's life, and it was just too unrecoverable for them maybe or whatever. Maybe there's some actual mental issues going on, physical issues, all kinds of stuff that can just completely alter life and I get it and your relationship and I, I totally get that and that's something that you have to learn how to navigate and deal with um, and you know it is what it is everyone makes their choices I'm not here to try and you know uh, you know uh, throw stones or whatever or, you know criticize anyone's choices it's, it's your own choice I'm just saying you know there's a lot of options out there and if you want it to last you have to put in the work you know if you're thinking about you know if you want to st- have a long, strong marriage because you truly love the person you're married to, you know, you, you have to really put in that work. So that, that's what I'm doing here, uh, with my wife here for our 20 year, like year long celebration. Um, but like I said, I had jumped through a lot of hoops. I was in Louisville, Kentucky and had to, cause you have to do it like two hour, two days in advance or whatever to get that, that negative test. Cause they want it to be as soon as possible as, or as recent as possible to make sure that you hopefully don't have COVID before you come here. And so all these things, I had to do that in some random place in Louisville. You know, my wife was gracious enough to get all that set up for me cause she knew I had a hectic week and that was the last thing I was going to be able to focus on. Uh, just tell me when to tell me where to be and when to be there and I'll do it. And we, you know, it all worked out. It was on Friday afternoon after everything was over basically. And I just zipped on out and not got that taken care of. And then, uh, just kind of head back to the hotel and chilled out for a little bit. I had a late flight, so I was able to kind of do some more things, get some stuff done, record another podcast and, um, and, and then, and then head to the airport and head home. Um, and get home by midnight just to turn right around and leave at like 5 a.m. or whatever to get to our flight that left at like 
seven or six thirty or something like that to come to St. Martin, which was a long flight, an international flight. Uh, we haven't taken too many international flights in our life. I think we've only taken one other international flight. When we um, also from the same cruise ship that I talked about with our family, we went. One of the trips was um, again in the Bahamas, and it was where Atlantis. Uh, um, it's like a water park. Uh, I don't even know if it, I don't remember if it's called anything else but Atlantis, but it's you know obviously themed on the you know whole lost city of Atlantis story and all that kind of stuff. But it's a it's a water park and it's in it's one of the major uh, islands. I think Nassau, Bahamas, or something maybe. Um, and it's like a whole kind of island of itself, a whole section of this island. You have to take a little a bridge, you know, from one part of the island to get over to where Atlantis is, and it's just kind of like the whole section of that island is basically dedicated to this water park atlantis and this you know obviously hotels and resorts all surrounding it for you to stay there uh but it was it was an excursion here we go again with the wind it was an excursion uh, on our cruise ship at the time that we were um that we were on and we we just didn't even take that excursion um we we were just like you know i don't know if we can get all this done in eight hours like you know we want we're like man this this you know we did research and we could see it you know, it's pretty epic looking, you know, when you're parked there, when you're docked, you know, and the cruise ship's docked and you can see the whole island basically from up high on the top of the ship. And we could see how amazing it looked. And we're like, yeah, we don't know. We don't want to feel rushed. We don't we don't want to be running around trying to get everything done in eight hours or less and then come back on the ship or whatever. So we're like, you know what, maybe this is something we could look into. This would be awesome if we brought the family just here, you know, like we flew here and, we, you know, and, and uh, we went to to uh, to this this water park and we just spent the whole week here so we did that and i think that island also had an airport there um so we flew right in there so anyway that was another international trip and i say i also say all of that to say i also say that to say um that you know there are a lot of priorities in life and basically whatever you make a priority priority in your life will become the priority of your life so my wife and I established a long time ago that we love traveling, we love vacations, we love our family, we love each other. So that's what we focus on. We don't focus on spending our money on buying our kids a million different material things. I even read a book about this, like a book about happiness or something, you know, keys to happiness or something like that back in the early days when I was miserable and quit retail and started my lawn care business and tried to rebuild my life and do a whole lot of self-help and you know re- kind of repair all the damage that was done over the years of of my life prior to that um and one of the books was like you know something about happiness or something and one of the things they spoke about is um you're going to get more long-term happiness with experiences versus things. So like materialistic people, you know, like most people like things, right? I think everyone has a thing like, oh, I love shoes or me personally, I love watches or people, I love motorcycles or I love cars or I love guns, you know, or I love uh, whatever purses, you know, like, you know, men, women, whatever, like everyone's got their thing, Um, like material things that they like to collect or when they are traveling and they see, those things like, Ooh, let me look at these purses. Ooh, let me look at these wallets. Ooh, let, let me look at these pocket knives, you know, Ooh, look, the cigar shop, you know, whatever. Ooh, look at these shoes. Let me check these out. What, what, whatever it happens to be, everyone's got a thing, you know, look at these watches, look at this jewelry, you know? And so everyone kind of has that, but some people it's more of a thing than others. Some people like, they're just like, like, you know, shopaholics, I guess is another word to say, where people would kind of get that that high and that buzz and that that burst of happiness and joy every time they make a purchase and those are very materialistic people uh that that you know 
they just they it's very short lived you know being happy that way the key to more long term happiness is uh having experiences, creating more and more experiences that become memories. Memories create long-term happiness, happy memories. So like if you go on a trip by yourself or with your family, your spouse, whatever, you know, or you go golfing or you go on a bike ride or, you know, you go to the gym, you know, every couple of times a week or however many, every day, whatever it is. And that makes you super happy. Every time you think about that, every time you think about that workout, every time you think about that, that trip, that, you know, that, that, Restaurant, you know that fancy restaurant you went to with that great steak dinner, or that cruise that you went on, or you know that uh, you know fishing trip or hiking trip or what. Every time you think about that, whoever you're with, yourself or your family, whatever. Every time you think about that, it'll make you feel good. It'll make you feel happy. Memories are things that last a lifetime, where material things typically don't. Right, everything that is created, like made a material thing, it's going to fall apart. It's going to it's going to get old. Whatever you know, it's not going to last forever. Just like human beings don't last forever, but memories will last as long as you as long as your brain will allow yourself to remember them. You know, as you get older, things start to kind of fade away or whatnot. But the majority of your life, from the from the time of that memory that was created to the to the time that you know, you kind of start getting to the end of your lifespan, I guess, when your mind isn't as sharp as it used to be or whatever. That's when, um, oh man, this wind is, is crazy out here, man. I might have to go inside. Sorry guys. It's, I trying to find a different spot, but I guess that's what happens when you're on the water. There's just tons of wind, which feels great, but it's not the best for sound. So I, I, I get it. And I apologize. Uh, so we're, we're going to be wrapping up this episode soon anyway, but I just wanted to hammer in that point of Memories are really where, you know, really what it's all about, you know, so you can, you'll, you'll never forget these things until you do, you know, until your mind isn't sharp enough, like I said, to remember all that. But while you are remembering them, you will feel good about it. They'll make you happy. And that's really the key to happiness. So my wife and I established it a long time ago without even reading any books. So when I read that book, I was just like, yeah, I get it. This makes a lot of sense. Because we do that. And, you know, we, we we're like living proof of that. Our, Our life is living proof. Uh, so we've been doing that. So, you know, we make we make sure we invest as much of our money as possible in vacations, in taking trips, whether it's a day trip to go hiking somewhere only a couple hours away or something uh, or going on an actual vacation, whether we're flying somewhere, driving somewhere or taking two different international trips, one with the family, one with just my wife and I. Like it's just one of those things. We're not rich and famous. We just invest our money on certain things. Some people go out to eat every day. We know a lot of people that we were like, oh my gosh, they complain about not having money, but yet they eat out every single day. They don't cook or they don't want to cook. They don't know how to cook, whatever, all the above. So they just go out to eat or order takeout every single day. Do you know how expensive that is? Like, well, of course you don't have any money or you don't think you have any money. What they're referring to is whenever we say we're going on a vacation somewhere or we came back from vacation somewhere and they're like, oh, we don't have enough money for that or we don't have any money or we're broke. It's like, well, you might feel that way um, because you're spending all your money on other things. So you don't have any extra money to spend on vacation. Well, guess what? We don't do any of those things. We hardly go out to eat, but you know, we're always going on vacations. Because that is our priority. So we save up all year, sometimes multiple years, 
for certain vacations, especially big ones like going on a cruise or something like that, going to Disney World or something like that, like we've done with our kids, things like that. That's But that's what's important to us. So whatever's important to you, that's what you'll make a priority. And we make traveling a priority. So I don't. I just want to inspire people. I mean, I don't think any haters are listening to my podcast that are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, I, I post about this stuff very minimally on um, social media, you know, and, and, you know, if anyone wants to hate, they can hate and I'll just, I'll address it when it happens. But I think all of you listening are just, you know, just want are just enjoying hopefully the content, appreciating the content that I'm bringing. And hopefully uh, I can inspire you to, you know, know that whatever, I'm not saying you have to travel, you know, the world or whatever, that might not be your thing. But what I'm saying is this is my priority and that's why this is our, our priority and that's why it happens. So whatever your priorities are, make that happen, you know, focus on that and it will happen. If your priority is growing your business, if your priority is whatever, you know, make that your priority and it will happen. Um, don't say, man, I don't, I wish I could go to St. Martin. I wish I can go on a cruise. I wish I can go to Disney world. Well, guess what? You can, you can do those things. You just have to focus on them. You have to make them a priority so that you can do those things. Uh, again, I really apologize for the wind. I think I'm going to have to uh, break this up and make, make a, a, another part to this episode because I didn't even focus on what I was initially planning on focusing on on this episode. And I know my wife is uh, waiting. She just got out the shower. I was trying to make a quick one here while she's taking a shower and getting ready so we can go out to dinner together. So I'm just going to wrap this one up, guys, and I'll, I'll catch up with you guys in the next one where I'll be laser focused since I kind of gave the whole backstory of where I am, why I am, and all that stuff. I don't even know what I'm going to title this episode, but I definitely feel like I gave a lot of good value here in between all the wind and the water and all that in the background. Hopefully it all motivates you guys to know, follow your dreams, focus on what you want to focus on, what makes you happy, and and you'll get it done. If you want to travel, then make that your priority um, and so on. So this is our priority and we're making it happen. So I'm here with my wife. We're having a good time. We're gone for the week and there's a lot of logistical things going on behind the scenes at home with my business and everything, which is what I really wanted to focus on, um, to be perfectly honest. But I went in here 40 minutes in, uh, just looking at the timestamp here on my little portable recording device with no kind of, um, wind screening whatsoever. But, uh, there are some other things to keep it from clipping and whatever and but i feel like it's cutting me in and out so that doesn't spike the sound and blow your ears out or whatever but same time i'm going to make sure the next episode is inside so that we i cannot be distracted by the wind constantly moving trying to cover it up and talking about it and apologizing for it so i can just bang it out and get to the the other topic that i want to address about my business and and kind of updates with all that uh because probably the last time i talked about my business there's a lot of other things going on and a lot of struggles and all that so we've kind of gained some ground and you know basically i'm here you know i've been gone basically i'll be gone by the time you listen to this i'll have been gone for two weeks um or you know right now i'm on my second week of being um not home and my business is still running so uh you know things are still getting done so that's that's kind of i guess a tease to hopefully have you come and check out the next episode that i promise will not be this windy and i will be laser focused on that update and what's going on and how that's happening and um yeah that's about it so thanks guys for listening this is lawn care rookie signing off thank you to the toro company for sponsoring the lcr media podcast This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.